Hello, Textual Healing. Uh, this is your old friend, Dmitry Samarov, checking in to read a little section from my new book, Paint by Numbers. Uh, I don't want to set it up too much, but uh, this uh, reading will be about uh, some of the characters uh, that recur in the book. Um, basically, it's about my experiences uh, in the art world and some of the monsters who live there. The stalker didn't start out a stalker. He was a stranger, then an admirer, then an acolyte, then a friend. The horn player collected fans like flies. They ran after him like puppies, hung on to his every word, close read anything he published or recorded, had bitter Talmudic debates, fought to ingratiate themselves to him at every opportunity. The stalker thought art was his calling. He drew the female form from life. He often thought he was born in the wrong century. It was a way to explain why nobody cared about his art, why he wasn't famous. He couldn't allow himself to consider the possibility that he just wasn't that good. Pull on that thread and you start questioning your purpose for drawing breath. He'd convinced himself when he was little that drawing was his thing. It started Saturday mornings, copying the nature art guy on TV. His parents, immigrants who were out of the house to work before he and his sister even woke up, didn't encourage him. They didn't know about Michelangelo or Rubens. When he brought his dad his latest, his dad could barely keep his eyes open, asleep in his chair with the newspaper in his lap, news radio on. His mother said something vaguely positive, but mostly he sensed to placate him, getting him out of her way as she finished housework, dead on her feet. Nobody cared about his stupid drawings, and nobody ever would, until he met Carrie. They met on the handball court. Both were part of a loose group who met a few times a week for pickup games. He idolized the older man, and after a time began to think of him as a mentor. He could never tell for sure what Carrie thought of him, except that he could tell Carrie enjoyed being looked up to, seemed less alive without an audience. That was okay. So long as Carrie paid attention, it was worth it. The horn player's name isn't really Carrie. And the famous Chicago artist isn't Orso. But as you already know, there are lawyers involved. So that's what I'm calling them. I could risk using the stalker's real name, but that could get confusing. Might accidentally let other given names slip. So the only real name I use is my own. You know the actor Timothy Carey? He was a sniper in The Killing. 
Then towards the end of his life, he was in a couple of Cassavetti's flicks. He always played unhinged maniacs. Imagine that face, but under heavy sedation. And you get what the horn player looked like the first time I saw him in the movies. Because of how things ended up between us, I can't tell you his name. So, because I think it's funny and know he'd hate it, I'll call him Carrie. The vain fucker would go apeshit if he ever found out. But he isn't much of a reader, so I'm not worried about it. The Orso thing is a little more convoluted. In point of fact, bears aren't the only subject of the man's work. But in the interest of brevity, and because he favors them, that's what I'm calling him. Like Carrie, he has no capacity to laugh at himself, so I'll do the laughing for him. Artists are often ludicrous away from the easel. All that sustained creative focus skews us in the off hours. When you spend days, decades, harnessing entire model universes, it's tough to switch the God thing off. You, you hear your wife yelling at you to do the dishes, and it makes no sense. Does she even comprehend who or what you are? Anyhow, there's Carrie, Orso, the stalker, and me, your main characters, in case you're keeping score. It might not always be obvious who's saying or doing what, but that's okay. We're sort of interchangeable. So for a musical selection to go along with this excerpt, since I'm using the actor Timothy Carey as a stand-in for one of the people in my book, uh, I chose a song from Bo Harwood's uh, soundtrack uh, to John Cassavetes' Uh, Killing of a Chinese Bookie, in which uh, Carrie plays one of his signature unhinged creeps. Uh, It's called Rainy Fields of Frost and Magic. Enjoy. Rainy Fields of Frost and Magic Morning Dew For a moment Lost in thought from wind of the moon And the twilight skies Bring silent cries As tonight's moon rise Feels with my eyes I think I'll step inside To build a fire Hang up my coat and gloves Loving all change Winter 